So welcome back to another week of Uncomfortable. This is Jay. And it's Pei. So this week we're talking about our lives in the Midwest. Like we said before, we're not celebrities that live in these major cities. We're just two normal people living in the Midwest. We're both not originally from Kansas, but somehow we both ended up here. I'm originally from Maryland. Came here, well, to Kansas in 2012. Then I moved down to Wichita in 2015 when my daughter was born. Just been here ever since. It's a nice quiet place you still have a lot of stuff that you can do my daughter can be closer to her family so that's why i stayed here uh i might move away eventually probably go somewhere when my daughter's old enough to move out on her own if she decides to do that I might travel a little bit but cost of living and everything is good out here i can still travel to other places to do something if i have to so i might stick around you never know i've been here for four years um the only thing keeping me here is school finishing these degrees after that i'm leaving i don't like kansas i don't like wichita like it's it's growing on me a little bit but like it's not not where it's at this is like a retirement place almost because it's a bunch of old white folks every time somebody tries to do something different here in wichita especially it gets shut down i don't know they're just not good at retaining young people young talent i don't see a purpose in living here i don't know where i want to go maybe georgia maybe texas but definitely not staying in kansas for the rest of my life yeah if i go somewhere it'll most likely be back to the east coast I've been to a lot of places, so I feel like the places over there are a lot nicer than, you know, I grew up there, so I know more people over there, and it can be closer to some type of family. I mean, even, <clears throat> I'd rather go back to Oklahoma than to live in Kansas, because Oklahoma City has way things to do, I guess, and also just the culture is different. Like, I mean, it's still a racist Midwest state run by Republicans, but it, it's 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 better than Wichita by a long shot. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of people who grew up in the Midwest that want to leave here. They want to move somewhere else. Where well, I get that, because I wouldn't want to live my whole life in the place that I was born and where I grew up. A lot of people that talk about the Midwest, they talk about there's nothing here. It's just a bunch of fields and farms, hills and mountains. But I mean, there's a good amount you just gotta look for it. you gotta go out of your way and uh, try to find something i mean there there is more to living in the midwest especially like the great plains which is where we are but i don't know i don't know. i feel like you have to go to the right city in the midwest because there's some nice decent places but i don't know kansas especially kansas is pretty rural but i mean in the cities there it's not as rural it's just like another city so another thing as two black young adults that live in the midwest pretty much living anywhere in the united states these days all the time anyway you gotta deal with some type of racism but i feel like it hits a little different out here i mean in some cities they're just blatant about it you see in the old mob movies the italians went up to black people and they uh called them the n-word straight up and it's still if you go to a major cities just like that out here you see both sides of well at least me anyway you see both sides of the coin you get those all racist people then you get those people try to go against family a little bit more because i mean that's where it starts anyway i think you see more like liberal kids going against their family like liberal white kids going against their family and like trying to change their mind about things but i feel like it doesn't work from what i've seen at least like they try to talk to them their family's like nah 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 i don't like black people whatever racist things they say and then it's that's that like i feel like their their allyship stops at a certain point like they don't continue the conversation they don't continue to try it's just like oh you know i shut down my auntie for saying racist stuff but okay did you change her mind did you try to talk to her more like 
I don't know. I feel like it takes. It's gonna take more than just one a one and done. I feel like that's what people do in the Midwest when they're trying to talk to their family members. Um, but because racism is hella prevalent in the Midwest. I mean, it's hella prevalent everywhere. And I think the tricky thing about like the Midwest is that we're not the South where it's just blatant racism and we're not the North. You get people who might sometimes be blatantly racist or you get people who will be very like implicit with their racist racism and like i don't know it's just a mixture i guess here in the midwest <laughs> but the racism definitely 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 hits different if you go back to the war times the civil war and the battle what is it the battle of Gettysburg? that was right here in kansas so did middle of the north and the south so you're getting both sides and then you get those people that you're like oh i'm not racist but this is Da da da. Once you say that, I mean, that's the next words that's going to come out your mouth is going to be something racist. Man. Something racist. Be swearing that they're not about to be racist. You don't start a sentence, oh, I'm not racist, but. But what? But you are. Like, it doesn't make sense to me. And that's, oh my God. Oh my, I've gotten to, gotten into plenty of arguments with racist white people on the internets, especially under like the governor's Facebook page here. Like she'll post different things and then all of a sudden the whites are at it again and they're talking about, oh, well black, what, why do, why, why is Black Lives Matter a thing? Why does that matter? Or they're like, well, black on black crime. If you bring up black on black crime, you're automatically racist. I don't care what you say. Cause yes, black on black crime is an issue, but that's an issue that needs to be solved in the black community. And that we're talking about constantly. Whereas white people, they try to use that as an excuse for their racism and it makes no sense. You hate us that much that you have to sit here and talk about, you know, well, black on black crime, well, well this, well that, like, well, y'all are criminals, y'all are this, y'all are that. I literally, t this woman literally was talking so bad about black people. And I was like, are you serious right now? Mm -hmm. And I forgot what she was saying, but I mentioned my little PhD, cause I'ma slot that in there, bitch. Everybody is not these thug ass people who are just violent and criminals. That's not, that's not just black people, you know what I'm saying? And people have that in their mind that that's just a black thing. Like, okay, white people don't commit white collar crimes or white people don't commit murder or do whatever. Like all of the serial killers in the US, well, most of them are fucking white. So how, like, make it make sense. It just doesn't make sense. The double standards that people have for other people versus black people is just ridiculous. And, they, and people show their ass on Facebook in the comments and they're usually hella uneducated. Hello, but that's my little rant for the day because boy the hewless they get on my nerves yeah and another thing about that um, most of the whole school shootings that's mostly white people and when people bring up the black on black crime that's just something so they can downplay everything else because people don't say any other race versus any other race type of crime people try to say oh well you're not policing your own people but they look at just what's being showed on the media the media is going out to a certain point so people can get more voices out there they don't go to their community event people like to uh point out chicago chicago yeah it's a dangerous place it's been a dangerous place but they don't go there they don't uh actually look up the different groups that try to police their own chicago uh baltimore a lot of those places there's the church there's different groups black male role models my brother-in-law's a police officer in baltimore him the old now 
not going to get his name wrong. He was some high ranking guy in the police department and they try to get out in the community and you're not going to see them because that's not something that's going to be popular in the main media stream. One, people only search out media that fuels their same opinions and their same ideologies. So of course they're gonna have biases, you know what I'm saying? Because you're only looking for Fox News or you're only looking for anti-black news when there are multiple stories, multiple cities with different stories about how people have done certain shit to black people throughout history. And Baltimore is one of those places, I'm sure Chicago was one of those places too, where they, they're pushing drugs into the community, they're pushing guns and stuff into the community and then act like it's our fucking fault when there's black on black crime or when there's drug addicts in our community you know what i'm saying like it makes no sense at all and people just blatantly like they'll just ignore it like it's false like it's fiction like come on you can believe in i don't know any other racial thing but you can't believe in all the shit that's happening to black people and we're just gonna sit here and act like it's okay like come on redlining hello that like right there is one of the root causes of the systemic racism i mean aside from slavery and all that stuff like y'all literally push black people out of communities just because you hate our skin like that doesn't make any sense to me any sense it's uh i can go on and on because it just makes no sense like y'all did this to black people and now you sitting up here looking like oh what why the fuck do black people act like that that's like telling your kid like hey you can have this piece of candy before dinner every freaking day and then you wonder why they don't want to eat their dinner you know what i'm saying like it doesn't make sense it doesn't make sense and i'm sick of people ignoring facts and stories in history because the only type of history that you get is white people white people in you don't get all the shit that's happened to people of color in this country and then you sit here and act oblivious to it all it, i hate it here i really do oh yeah speaking of the history and living in the midwest there was the bombing of black wall street there was the bombing of philadelphia there's so much more that they don't show in the history books if you don't want to play the ignorance card that's something that you gotta go out yourself and actually go look at yeah there's so much racial history in the midwest it's it's ridiculous it's ridic even even past bombing our neighborhoods bombing churches and stuff even what they did to singers back in the day like i just watched the billy holiday movie y'all got mad because she's singing a song about y'all hanging black people to the fact that y'all tried to frame her to take her to jail so that she would stop singing a song make it make sense like if there wasn't racism in this world that shit wouldn't have happened you know like people act oblivious and i just oh i don't understand i don't understand I don't understand it. And I don't hate all white people. I just hate the racist ones because it makes no sense. Ignorance is a strong weapon that people try to use. Oh, it's not happening in our neighborhood. So not happening in the world. Oh, my family doesn't do it. So it's not happening. People like to use that excuse instead of actually going and trying to change. All I know, racist white people can kiss my ass three times over and go to hell. That's it. Because it, it, it just it, it makes no sense. And you can leave that in there too. The movies that's coming out these days are coming out a lot more. Uh, like the Billy Holiday, they uh, what was the one right before that about the Black Panthers? Oh, Judas and the Messiah. Yeah, that one. And then there was another one recently. Oh, Just Mercy. That's one of them. That yeah, didn't know anything about that one until that movie came out. But I I listened. I used to listen to a little bit of uh, Billy Holiday's music, but I didn't know anything about the whole police thing or the cases thing. I knew who she was. Hurts a couple 
couple of her songs, but I had no idea. Some people were trying to say like they uh shouldn't make the movies because people should try to go out to read the book. But these movies are leading to people yeah. going to read the book. Yeah. Going, yeah, they're gonna lead into it so you can learn more about the subject. Because you're not gonna look a lot of especially black history books. They're gonna be tucked away in the corners. So you're gonna see these movies like oh I want to read more about what the black panthers are about what happened with billy holiday so you're going to go actually go out of your way to go search for those books it's crazy that like there there is resources out there there's books there's movies there's whatever and still people have this distorted perception of blackness and i just i don't understand it I really don't. Yeah, and I mean, the movies are just trying to... There's somebody that's in those industries trying to use their platform for something. Because the whole... You said something about the Jim Crow... Well, you didn't say Jim Crow, but the red line and then Jim Crow stuff. You gotta look hard to try to find that. I try to go to like Barnes & Noble and all that stuff, and you really gotta look. There's a Michelle Alexander book um, that I have that talks about... Well, I mean, it's more so about the school to prison pipeline but like there's there's some resources i got you oh no i'm just saying when you go to bookstores you well yeah yeah yeah, they do tuck away books that are counter to whiteness unless it's black history month then all the black books is out oh yeah they get pushed to the front real fast oh that pisses me (laughs) gotta take advantage of the culture what about racism or being black in the west and dating (laughs) i tell you you what again one thing that i don't like when people say they've been saying as long as i've been alive anyway acting white but I mean, y'all can add me if you want to. These motherfuckers that act in all country and all that, I ain't down with that. That, that ain't for me. Motherfuckers, these uh, black people that like to go to the yeehaw wearing their cowboy boots and the fucking uh, cow- And I will. That ain't me. No, man. Go go me back to the East Coast with the big booty chicks, nah, man. Nah, fam, because that was just a little step too far now. Oh, I used to, <laughs> When I was like, what, uh... When did I start? There was this club in this smaller town that had like a college campus and they used to let us in. Like I was underage going to that club, which I know is wrong. Don't go to the club if you're underage, please and thank you. But I used to go and um, they played country music and we, <laughs> I know all the little country two-step dances. Oh, no, don't get me wrong. I, I know, well, I know the two-step and I listen to some of the country artists, but no, I'm not going, going all out for that. When you say uh, you want to go to the club and you're going to take me to fucking club rodeo. I My club experience, like, in that small town that was, like, right maybe, like, 30 minutes from my hometown, that was fine, you know, because it's small, it's cool, whatever. But I went to a country club with some of my white friends when I was a um, under in my undergrad. And I'm telling you, the racism wasn't blatant. Like, it was in Oklahoma City, right? But the racism wasn't blatant. But it was like, you could just tell that I wasn't going to get asked to dance. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's stuff like that that happens when you're, like, trying to date in white spaces or you're trying to like just have fun as a black person in white spaces you know what i'm saying i I was like one of five black people maybe and no one asked me to dance my friends that i went with immediately went to dance with um men or whatever and then they also like they play country most of the night but then they would play some hip-hop and it was like the the typical you know white people love this shit hip-hop so it was like 
Nah, it was like, you know, them little line dances, because that seems to be the only dances that white people can do aside from two stepping. It was like, what's that one? WAP? Soldier Boy? Oh. And yeah, like, it was like songs like that. And I was like, oh my God, what the fuck am I doing? I never went back. Ever. I'll tell you another thing. Like when uh, Jordan Peele had Get Out, <laughs> living in the Midwest, I'm not dating no white girl that lives in the middle of no damn woods. Right. F like, that. Right. I feel F like, that. yeah, I, yeah, I get that point. But I feel like that, like his movie was so good and so like on par, like with how, what it feels like to be black and living in the midwest and trying to date somebody in the middle you know what i'm saying because one you either get those white people who like fetishize black people especially black men like if you if you only date black men and then you also are low-key kind of racist like that to me doesn't sit well like they might not be blatantly racist towards black men, but then they're racist towards, you know, black women and stuff like that. Like, you know, you, y'all you know the type of girls I'm talking about. I cannot stand that because it's a fetish. You're not wanting to be with this man for any other reason solely because you're wanting to be with him solely because he's black and you think he has a big dick. That's, that's literally it from my views. That's how I see it. Because I've had heard many a stories like this. Like if she was like talking about how she wanted to be with a black man, do 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 do, and she had a white boyfriend, but she was talking about how she wanted to be with a black man, and literally she started talking about dick, and I'm just like, are you fucking kidding me? I would have said something because no, 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 that's not what you have to do is fetishize black people. Not in my presence. I refuse. It's weird to me. Like, is that not weird? Like. You just want to be with them because you think that they can please you sexually. Not all black men have big dicks. That's just that on that. <clears throat> Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> No, and that's another thing that goes back to the slavery days because, I mean, just like the white slave owners, the males took the female slaves. There was uh, their wives that took the, the mandingos. Everybody. Not the mandingos. Oh, my God. <laughs> that's what. <laughs> and shoot, everybody seen that movie Life. Shoot, when she came out with that chocolate baby. Come on, you can't say that on this. I know, I've only seen bits and pieces. Beside everybody. I've, I've seen every black movie, so. Stop the stop the madness. <laughs> stop the madness. You ain't seen. Have you seen the movie with Chris Tucker and, um, what is it? It starts with an S. He has that show, Charlie Sheen. Chris Tucker and Charlie Sheen. That's not a black movie, but I, I know what you're talking about. That's uh, It's black. I just seen it. It's not black because he's in it. It is. It's the only black person in it. There's like three black people in it. That whole movie. That's not a black That's fair. That's fair. Uh, so one of us, that just takes more anyways, points off your anyways, card. Anyways, back to what we were talking about. But yeah, I've also had like experiences where I felt like a white man was fetishizing me. And you know, Instagram used to tell it all when you would be able to like see who's liking stuff or like if you go to a picture you can see like if one of your friends that you interact with a lot their name pops up first in the likes there's this person that that does that for me i'm like are you do you have a thing for black women because i've ne like they've never dated a black so it's, it's just weird it's so weird and i i feel like that's what's like keeping me from actually interacting with white men because like there's white men that I find attractive. Like, yeah, there is. But at the same time, I don't want to deal with the potential racism from you or your family. And I don't want you, I don't want to feel like you're fetishizing me. I don't want to feel like if we 
you know, got together, did the, did the D and then you bounce like, oh, you're just, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't like that feeling. It gives very 1770 for me. Like I can't, it just, I just can't, can't with the white men. What other country shit do I like to do? I really like the country, like food and like it's country food. Like what? I mean, I don't know. I don't. I shouldn't say that. Not. Food? I mean, southern food is bomb, but I feel like southern food is black food. You know what I'm saying? Well, Unless you're like food. you're bougie and you live in the Midwest or in the North. I like riding four wheelers in mud and that's not really country. Um, I will swim in the lake and not give two shits about it. Um, I actually went into the lake once without my belly button, or I had just got my belly button pierced and I went into the lake. Not, not, I wouldn't advise that, but I did it because I was just on my country shit back in the day. Uh, we used to have bonfires, like, out in the middle of the woods with all our white friends and shit. That's lit. Like, if you've never experienced a big-ass bonfire just with whole bunch, like, we were in high school, but it was like a whole bunch of us just chilling out there, drinking and shit. It was pretty dope. I ain't even gonna lie. Don't drink while you're in high school. That's underage. Don't. You shouldn't drink while you're in high school. But some countries is it's legal. So this is America. Stop the madness. <laughs> you sound like one of them. Ooh, can we go back to racist white people real quick? <laughs> yeah, a lot of uh, my white friends that I met out here, they they know how to party different ways. I mean, there's black people partying, there's white people partying, and boy, white people get so you fucked up and not charging you. That's the thing. <laughs> so you want, yeah. Black people be trying to trying to tax a nigga just to come to a party, just to come to a kickback. Bro, we are in your house. Why are you charging me five dollars to come in your house? I don't know what black people you messing with, but hey. it was it was college days. Every party that the black people hosted, you it was a charge unless it was like you knew this person or whatever. But the white people, boy, you go to a white frat party, you get fucked up. Not a lot of uh, country stuff that I would say. I enjoy the being out here. I enjoy the quietness. I don't want to be in the loud ass city. I want to be around a lot of people. Have you ever been noodling? Do you know what that is? Thing. Yeah, I've never been noodling or cow tipping, but it sounded fun back in the day. That's definitely some white shit. <laughs> <laughs> Being out here in around mostly white people, I mean, you'll get those. You get a lot of fucking Karens. Everybody's in somebody's business. Everybody's out there. But you'll you run into a lot of people that try to watch what I'm doing. If I'm walking somewhere, they keep an eye on me, even when I'm at work. Hey, come relax. Bruh, that's one thing I really hate. It's like you can't wear your degrees. You can't wear your job title. You know what I'm saying? So people just don't know. And then they treat you like shit. Like, I go out in sweatpants and a t-shirt and still feel like I have to, like, I don't know, walk a little taller, do, you know, be a little more alert and stuff or, like, not look at people because I feel like I'm being judged. I got a PhD. I be wanting to, like, especially at Walmart, bitch, why are you looking at me? Why are you looking at me? Please tell me. I need a shirt that says, bitch, I'm a doctor. Leave me alone. Stop being racist. I need a shirt that says that. <laughs> <laughs> they got this uh this brand it says uh I forgot what it said. Some about uh saved but I got these hands. That's what it is. <laughs> saved but these hands ain't shoot. No, nah, like uh oh my my hands oh, my. are saved, sanctified and filled with the Holy Ghost. I didn't like that. <laughs> On my uh Facebook I posted a thing I w was outside, took my daughter, she 
was on her bike and I had sweats on because it was cold, but it was all black. So I had to make sure I had my knives on me at least. And I, I mean, Midwest or anywhere. I mean, that's America now, though. Then you got these little bougie ass um, cul-de-sacs and suburbs and bullshit like that, especially here in Wichita. And they still like they'll be some of the people who claim to be, you know, liberals claim to, you know, be all, you know, with the Black Lives Matter shit. Some of them, not all of them. And will still call the police on you because you're black and you're taking pictures. Like that literally happened to my ex. He was taking pictures of a girl in College Hill. And it was a white girl. They were just taking pictures. He had his camera on him and everything like that. The fucking police came. They came and talked to him. And it's like, are you fucking kidding me? He has a fucking camera. He's with that white girl. How are you still with somebody who the police deem as safe and you're not safe? You know what I'm saying? Like anything could have fucking happened anything and that was like at the heights of like black lives matter shit coming out and you know what i'm saying like not at the height that's a little not like it was like last year you know what i'm saying but it was still like around a time where like it was just some unrest and uneasiness um and racial tensions and it's like you called the fucking police on him because he's taking pictures in fucking college hill bitch y'all ain't shit over there if you ask me like you're not what seriously like I went, to, I took my niece and nephew to the park because I was, I was um, looking for houses, and I one of the houses I was looking at was in College Hill, and we had time before I needed to go, and so I was like, okay, we'll go to the park. There's a park there, and it's the same park that my ex was at or whatever, and there was people with their kids, and I just felt so like. I was on defense the whole time because I'm like, it was nothing but white moms out there with their children and I come over here with two black kids. It's crazy because what if I actually lived there? I'm sure there's like maybe a couple black families that live there and it's like, well, how do they feel living there? You know, like you want to live in a decent, safe neighborhood, but then you're not even afforded the same respect or the same decency as white people in that space. It makes, anyways, <laughs> this has become the, the racism episode and not the Midwest episode, but man, the Midwest hit different. They be fake allies too. Like you're not, you're not for Black Lives Matter. Because we live in the Midwest where my daughter is uh, Mexican and black, but her mom's family, her mom was adopted. So her mom's family's white. So my daughter's going to be around a bunch of white kids. Her, Luckily, her best friend that lives next door, she's Mexican. But my daughter ain't going to see a lot of colored folk. Not colored folk. <laughs> Did I tell you about the woman in my job that said colored? Yeah. I was like, oh, my God. But she corrected herself, so it's okay. To your own kid, too. That's fucking ridiculous. But, yeah, I mean, I halfway feel separated from the culture because I ain't no. There's black people out here. They ain't like we are surrounded by all white people. But, like not how i grew up black people yeah and she's gonna be around mostly white people so mm, that makes sense we're not watching bet she probably they don't really make quote unquote black movies anymore so i don't know if she ever gonna get her black card too but hey oh my god you're a mess <laughs> she black she, she's black and mexican we gotta Gotta support both sides. I mean, I feel like that, and I feel like that happens with POCs. Like, they're equally, like if you're if you're mixed with two different, um, like, people of color populations or whatever. Like, your daughter is black and Mexican. That makes like I feel like she would get both of those influences, right? But if she were black and white, 
she's automatically black. You know, it just it makes no. It's weird. It's so it's so weird. Unless she's unless she was like, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Like unless she could pass for white. You know, because like what's her name? That singer uh, Halsey. I didn't know she was half black. She's half black. Her daddy is black. And she has passed for white for years. Everybody got to get used to representing both sides of whatever their mixed side is. So you're not trying to overshadow the other side. I bet that's, I, I just know it's hard for mixed people. Like anytime I talk to someone, anytime I see something like on YouTube or something, you know, like they're always talking about how it's like, it's a weird dichotomy to have. It's, it's a weird space to be in sometimes because it's like, where do you fit in? How do you do X, Y, and Z? I know that's not what we're talking about, but... Hey, everybody want to be black. Black is greatness. Everybody do want to be black, but nobody wants to be black when it's time to be black. Ooh, that's a good question, though. Do I feel separated from black culture? I feel like I don't, I don't feel like I'm separated from black culture as much as some people. Some people I know are, who are black are way outside of blackness and black culture. I feel like the one thing that separates me from black culture or black people is the fact that I am educated. Like the, I feel like the more educated you get, the more like you start to be associated with a different class of black people, I guess, if that makes sense. And I think for me, it's been very weird to like navigate that because I came from like, we were poor, poor. We were like under the federal poverty level making probably $12,000 a year. And that's mostly because of SSI and public assistance. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's how poor my family was. And now I am, you know, a PhD and I, you know, all these things. And I feel like what I what I see for my family in the future is so different from, like, the rest of my family who might still be in lower tax brackets, if that makes sense. Like, I, so in that way, I feel separated from, like, blackness in that sense because I feel like... Oh, if I go like if I were to go into a black neighborhood because of work or volunteer type things, I'm gonna stand out like a sore thumb, if that makes sense. I don't talk well, I've never talked how people assume that black people should talk. Whether you're black, white, whatever, people have an assumption of how black people talk. I've never talked like that in my entire life. And I was called out about it when I was younger too, and it's like, wow, can I not just speak how I speak? Um, so there's like, I don't know, there's certain things like now and back then that I feel separated from black culture in a sense, but not really because I'm blackity black every day and I don't know. (laughs) It depends. It just depends on what it is. I get what you're saying. I don't think it's more of the, um, economic standpoint of it. It doesn't really matter how much you make. It's more of. Well, I guess that has something to do with it because it's more of your surroundings because being in the Midwest, you either get those uh, black folks that's from the country or the black people that watch too much uh, hood movies and try to act like that. Like nothing, like I said, I I can't give a good example because it's just how I feel, how I grew up. There ain't people like that around here or the bougie blacks let's not forget about them Ooh, speaking of the bougie blacks my family thinks i'm a bougie black person and think i'm like uppity and i'm just like bruh 
that's another way that I feel like separated from it's more it's less of black culture I feel like I'm connected and tied to black culture you know what I'm saying but it's black people like groups of black people that I feel like I'm not connected with and yeah and it's because again people think I'm uppity people think I'm this or that it's like no I'm just I'm just me I'm sorry that I don't do stereotypical stuff you know I don't know and and there's nothing wrong with doing stereotypical stuff it's just that's just not me people act like it has to be people act like oh well you came from the hood you you came from this this is how you should act no like I've never even growing up never have been like that so it's just I don't think there's a certain way that people feel like they have to act because they grew up in a certain way but I do miss some of the stuff the cookout shoe having a little pick up basketball game every now and then uh playing spades shoot i haven't done none of that stuff in a long time man i can't wait for this pendulum to be over so i can have a cookout because i miss it that's the one oh i used to love our family reunions for this one i wrote uh that people in the midwest or not even in the midwest people in uh smaller market cities or town states try to use the fact that they live where they live so they can't go after their goals if they're an entrepreneur or if they're in a certain job field they can't go after that because of where they live but that's just an excuse these days with the technology that we have if you want to be an entrepreneur you can't say that oh because we live in kansas there's not a lot of opportunities we're not around a lot of people there's people that we can get places to but it's not like we can shoot an email to somebody that lives in a major city or try to make some connects and try to make whatever we're trying to do happen. That makes sense. I get what you're saying, but I'm going to bring in the public health side of things because we have to recognize, though, yes, you can go after these resources and you can go after these means, but if you don't know, you don't know what you don't know. Mm-hmm. So for a lot of people... In the Midwest, whether it doesn't matter what skin color you are, because this is it. Honestly, I'm thinking about poorer populations. Like they don't know what they don't know. You, if you don't know that these resources exist, if you don't have access to the internet, if you don't have access to X, Y, and Z, how are you gonna know that you can do this, this, and that? You know what I'm saying? Like, so I feel like we have to like make note of that. Like, not everybody has the same access to opportunities and access to resources. Like, I agree with you. If you're a college kid and you're like, oh, I can't really do nothing because I'm in Kansas. Now that, I feel, I'm I'm with you on what you just said 100% because you went to college. You should understand, like, how to navigate the internet. You, if you're still in college, you have access to a library that has free Wi-Fi. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's stuff like that. So it's like, mm, that you don't really have an excuse for like not being able to seek out resources and opportunities and connections and you have access to professionals who have that information even if you don't but like for people who don't get those opportunities then i don't see them doing that yeah i probably should have elaborated more on that i'm not talking about just anybody because i mean i'm talking about those people that yeah, like college people, those people that actually have the resources, but they're using it as an excuse like, oh, I have this business that I'm doing here, but I can't get it out somewhere else because I live in a small market city. No, I agree with that. People who 
are in lower incomes, I mean, hey, you got to do what you got to do. You hustle where you at. But then in the, in Wichita specifically, there's opportunities for certain things like jobs and stuff. But then there's not like there's not enough, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. So like for me, I don't know where I'm going to work after like I if I were to leave my job now. Other places that have hired people with the same degrees as me are filled with older people. You know what I'm saying? Like, to me, here in this small, and usually in most small towns, everything is run by older white people. And until they like die off, which sounds crazy, or until they decide to retire or move out of those roles, there's like zero opportunities for us to do certain things or like since they control everything if we have this crazy idea that we're like let's try this out let's do this let's convert this building you have to go through them and then they're not wanting to you know change things or give you that access and opportunity so it's just it's it's weird but i will say people have made a way for themselves i just saw some dude on tiktok who lives across the street from one of our fridges that we have here and he has a big following. There's another YouTuber who gives out cars for free here. Like, there's ample opportunity to go after certain stuff and do what you want. But the, the two people that I'm talking about are white men. I don't know if there's any popular black people in these apps. I think there was a popular young black boy on TikTok. That's from here. But I don't know. So, it, I don't know. It depends, I guess. That's another one of those things where I'm like, eh. But they're black businesses and they're popping up around here. Well, let's get into our uncomfortable moment of the week. You got something? Oh, huh. well, you know what? I'm not going to get into the whole Asian hate thing. The one thing, it, it pissed me off this time. It pisses me off every single time. But when the gunman is uh, the Atlanta thing, when the gunman is a white man in you one they always get a chance doesn't matter what the situation is if the gunman's white they're going to get a chance but two it's always they have a bad day that's always what it is oh oh it's it's just because he grew up uh, playing violent video games oh it's because da 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 so there's no correlation in that i just want to say that because i've researched it there's no fucking correlation i didn't really because i try to stay away from the news for the most part because it's just gonna make me angry but though one of the things that i seen from a major news station it said because the guy was having a bad day i forgot what they said about the the one where the 17 year old and it was pretty much the same excuse but it's always because the 17 year old went during the protests in portland yeah it was the same same thing brianna taylor still needs justice as well albert i don't want to mess up his name albert Albert Wilson? Yeah. Well, what's the white kid's name? Brock something. Oh, Brock Turner. Is that what his name is? Yeah, so I... They Wilson. got that nigga in textbooks now. They do? Uh-huh. Jesus, man. Um, that's just going to mess up my day. But, um... Uh, yes. He got uh, scot-free, and he actually committed the rape. Got caught, too. Multiple witnesses. And Albert Wilson's whole fucking life is ruined because of this shit. They better expunge his records, too, if, if um, he gets a retrial. And everything is good to go. But it made no sense at all. And I'm surprised that it took this fucking long for some shit to change. Cause Those are my, that's my uncomfortable moment of the week. Like, I mean, everybody needs a due process. So you, you don't need to go in there, guns blazing. But I'm tired of them trying to give 
the white guy that is and in these school shootings get off scot-free just because oh he yeah oh he he looks like my son so let's just give him another chance let's not ruin his life he has a good future ahead of him okay cool black people don't okay yeah i'm with you my uh something that made me uncomfortable this week is similar to what you were just talking about but it's the the white man that said the n-word about a bunch of uh high school girls like the uh, to me it's just the audacity of you to think that the mic was off and get mad because they're kneeling and call them a bunch of fucking niggers make it make fucking sense and then you blame it on your fucking type 1 diabetes. Damn, you said the hard R on this one, too. Well, because I'm black. I can say it to, to tell you what the fuck he said. But it's just, to me, it's like type 1 diabetes. Bitch, your sugar has nothing to do with you being racist. You're fucking, you're just fucking racist. And it is what it is. Like, come on now. That's like me going around and <clears throat> calling white people fucking crackers and whatever the fuck else that white people get mad about, calling them the Mayo Sapiens or whatever the fuck, calling a bitch Karen and then saying, oh, sorry, my sickle cell makes me a little woozy sometimes and I just get to flowing at the mouth. No, it came off your mouth easy as fuck. So your type one diabetes has nothing to do with it. It's your fucking brain and it's you being an asshole and not giving a fuck about a high school girls basketball game and you're mad because they're protesting your country, right? That's what he was mad about. They're protesting my country and my flag and I'm just sick of all these... Make it make sense. Like, you're not racist though. But it, it rolled off your tongue. Easy. White people swear that everything is anti-white these days that they take it to heart like you're mad because black kids are what protesting peacefully this is something that white people have asked for right oh y'all need to protest peacefully we don't need any more looting and rioting like they don't loot and riot after super bowl games but anyways we need more of that right so we're gonna take a knee and but then that's not enough that's too much you're protesting for what for your life oh your life doesn't like it makes no sense it makes no sense and i just it makes me so mad because i have and this is one of those moments where i feel like we tell people not to do this but i love and adore my white friends that i do have but at the same time i'm i'm pissed i'm mad at white people at whiteness at this idea and it's not like all white people it's just this the white supremacy i guess you know what i'm saying like i'm just it frustrates the hell out of me that people just act like that towards us it makes no sense and here i am getting emotional because it just it makes no fucking sense to me how can you be that hurtful and that harmful towards anybody else just based off of how they look to you or the fucking color of their skin like it makes no sense and that goes with black people with asian americans with whoever else hispanic people we all get this from white people every fucking day every fucking day and if we tell our story, if we tell, you know, our experiences, whether it's small microaggressions, which aren't really small, but if it's, you know, microaggressions or if it's blatant ass racism, we get told that, no, we're making it up. We're delusional. We're this, we're that. Because with Meghan Markle, that's all white people were saying is that, oh, she's fucking crazy. She's narcissistic. She's this, she's that. And that girl is only 50 percent 
fucking black and her son is only 25% black but y'all over here like discounting I mean you're like uh, I don't know like I just feel like what if it was like somebody real dark skin that was married to Harry then it would be very fucking overt and blatant racism but this is a woman who is half black and is white passing and y'all still have an issue and it just makes no sense couple other things because we're on this so we might as well just put a trigger warning in this episode because some Definitely people might get their feelings hurt it's fine i don't care so i'm gonna add some more uncomfortable moments to this thing because i think about it a lot every day anyway so i'm gonna have a bunch of uncomfortable moments one a couple years ago when white women were saying <laughs> oh my god why when, they, when they were saying uh karen was like the n-word yeah karen is a slur oh we're gonna have to put that volume down but karen is a slur it's like they want to be oppressed so bad oh yeah and i hate that racist people get offended when you call them racist like they get outraged hit dogs gonna holler shit if the shoe fucking fits you wouldn't you wouldn't be mad if it didn't fit you'd be like look i'm not racist i'm not gonna have this conversation with you cool leave it at that like how dare you call me racist nigger they will try (laughs) try to defend it to the death of them getting all red and shit like just say why why are you mad that we're calling you what what it is we're calling a spade a spade. So this is the end of the episode. I want to give a quick shout out to everybody that's following our Facebook page. And if this is your first time here, make sure that you follow all of our social media accounts. They are always linked in the description of whatever podcast platform you're listening to. And if you have uncomfortable moments you want to share with us, send them to un underscore comfortable at yahoo.com. Or questions. Or questions. Yeah, we're always looking for things to discuss, things to rants about because i feel like that's mostly what this podcast became today it's just a whole rant but <laughs> yeah because you experience a lot of shit being black in the midwest man being black in america almost south shit. being anything other than white in america these days facts because why are kids still in cages i'm gonna end it at that but why are kids still in cages if it was white kids they would have been out they would have never been put in the cages. But all right. So don't forget to. This is a long episode. If y'all need a debrief, hit us up. Feel free. And share with a friend. Invite a friend to the Facebook page. Just the one that I'm going to be most active anyway. And if you've gotten this far, we are no longer doing the YouTube things for a while. I mean, it's just a time thing. So I hope y'all just enjoy hearing our voices. And we out. <laughs>